Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast. Today we're sitting down with Scott and we're going to talk about something that's nasty going around, which <sighs> happens this time every year. But It's been a little different this year, though. I mean, it's been kind of strong. I've talked to some people lately that haven't lost their voice in years and years and they're losing their voice over this thing. It's not been fun. There's been a lot of sinus issues moving down into the lungs. It's something that if you don't have it, you want to do some things to prevent it and start taking some herbs so you don't get it. <laughs> um, if you do have it, well, you got to take a lot of herbs to get over it because it's pretty strong this time. <laughs> well, um, the things that have been really making a difference for it is Hayaz, Fection, Vitamin C. Uh, those are the main ones that help with these sinus things anyways. Um, but as you're doing that, also drinking some hot tea. Some warm tea. Um, peppermint's always good. Um, yarrow, if you can get your hands on it, is really good. Really helps um, with the sinus and just aids in what um, the other uh, herbal formulas are doing. And the warmth really just opens up the sinuses and the bronchioles and the other stuff like that. And if you have a feeder growing in, or uh, what is it? Desert tea growing in your yard. Desert tea, Mormon tea, some call it Navajo tea. Navajo tea is slightly different sometimes. Um, but that one really clears up the sinuses quick. Um, I happen to have a good stock of it, so I made myself some ephedra tea, and ooh, that works good. <laughs> I just, with not even drink, finishing a cup of it, um, my sinuses were good and clear. And I haven't got it since I did that. But I was fighting it a little bit with some of the other stuff. Ephedra is really awesome, and sadly it's one of those that... Um, well, I guess we'll talk about it a little bit. It's one of those that um, years back they made ephedrine, and ephedrine ended up getting a bad rap and taken off the market, and with it went ephedra because they made ephedrine and ephedra synonymous. When everyone hears ephedrine, they think ephedra, but it's not. Ephedrine was the drug form of ephedra, which had some bad side effects and some issues, so they took it off the market. And because of that, ephedra has a bad rap. And ephedra is legal to use if you don't use it for weight loss. We're not using it for weight loss. We never use it for weight loss. We use it for... So you can breathe. Yeah, for sinus issues. Um, for anything upper respiratory. And it really is not one of those herbs that tastes really nasty. I mean, it's a strong one for the upper respiratory system, but it's not nasty like um, whorehound or sage. Like or ugh. Well, some people are weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's not nasty like some of those, and you can get the kids to drink it or whatever, but it really helps to clear up the sinuses. And because of all of that rap, we used to have it in Hayaz, but we don't anymore. And I, I always keep some around, and I drink some tea whenever I'm taking the Hayaz. The Hayaz is still really good and effective, but it's it used to be a little more effective with the, the ephedra when we were allowed to put it in. Um, so... Take your Hayaz. I would take a lot of Hayaz. If you've got it, take like three Hayaz every 30 minutes until it starts to get better. <laughs> or every hour or so. And take a bunch of Fection. Um, generally about eight Fection a day is sufficient um, for this sort of thing. And then a lot of vitamin C. Our vitamin C, I would be taking probably one of the vitamin C every time you take Hayaz. Um, vitamin C really helps with the upper respiratory system. And people and, swear by the cough syrup. Oh, yeah, our cough syrup really makes a big difference, too. Um, and it's cheap as well. It's like five bucks, and you can make your own cough syrup. I don't know how much does it make. 
uh, quark it. or something like that. Yeah, about a quart. And yeah. you don't need that much. It doesn't take that much of it. It tastes nasty. Yeah. But it works good. <laughs> uh, you Generally, it tastes nasty, but you don't have to drink a lot of it. You take like a tablespoon or so every so often. Sometimes when I have an upper respiratory thing is every time I cough, I take a tablespoon. <laughs> and that's generally a good idea. And you get rid of it a lot quicker. But uh, it's it's one of those things you really want to get on top of it. Oh, and vitamin D. Vitamin D. If you are starting to get it or you don't have it yet, if you do a 1,000 units of vitamin D for every pound of body weight, two days in a row, and then you can discontinue the vitamin D for a while, that generally puts a stop to a lot of things. It really helps get your immune system where it needs to be. Um, if you've already got it, still do the vitamin D. Um, if you've got it, it's one of those things you're going to have to work through and you're really going to have to make up some headway to get past it. But if you're out there and you don't have this sinus thing that's going around, take some infection. You should be taking two or three infection a day and maybe a couple hay as just okay. to make sure you stay away from it. Apparently someone wants to talk to me. Um... So, uh, yeah, stay on top of it. Um, I've got it. I generally stay on top of things, but I've got it twice because of just being around clients and other things like that, and I just haven't remembered to take the herbs. You don't want to get this. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we can say about it. It's, uh, oh, another thing that's helpful. Whenever you are dealing with anything sinus like this, you want to treat the ears, the nose, and the throat. All three of them, because other than otherwise, you're going to chase it around. Um, you can just be treating your nose, just taking hayas and stuff, and then it can end up in your ears, and then you start treating your ears, and then it ends up in your throat, and then it ends up back in your sinuses, and you just chase it in circles, and it's no fun. Especially if you're working for, with little kids. My little girl got this, and we were working with her, and um, you treat the ears, nose, and throat, and it all goes away faster. But with little kids, especially... You want to treat all three, the ears, nose, and throat. And the way you treat the nose, um, you can either put an oil down the nose just to get some moisture there. You can swab your nose with Comfrey Gold Salve. You just put some Comfrey Gold on a Q-tip and you just swab it as far as you can get back in your sinuses. Um, without throwing up. Without throwing up. I can get it clear back until it touches my tongue almost if I had a long enough one. Um, <laughs> but uh, some people can't. And then I uh, sometimes you can use a neti pot. Neti pots are okay. Um, but in your ear, um, you can use uh, olive oil in your ear. What you want to do if you use an ear oil is you. it's best to... Well, if you don't mind having earplugs in all day, you can do it during the day. But if you do it at night, um, put some ear oil in. Uh, generally, if there's garlic in the oil, it works better. So if you have like uh, an olive oil with garlic in it that you use for cooking, that would be a really good ear oil. Or you can go and buy an ear oil that's a mullein garlic ear oil from a store or something. But you put the ear oil in your ear until it's full. And you want to be laying it on your side so you actually have space for it to go down in your ear. And you want to fill your ear full of this oil. Let it set for a second so it can drop down a little in your ear. And then you want to take cotton and stick it in there after it to hold it in place. And then you do the same with the other side. And you sleep with it in there. In the morning, they're probably uh, will fall out by the morning. Uh, so you want to put, if you don't want to damage your pillowcase or something, because oil will drip out, you want to put um, something over it you don't care to get oil on. Um, put a towel over it or something like that. But that makes a big difference with um, just 
taking care of the ears, make sure you don't get an earache. If there's any sign, sometimes there's um, some swollen glands that are going along with this, you want to use gland oil and just put it along the glands um, right from the ear all the way down along the jawline. You want to put that gland oil because there's glands along there that can get swollen. Sometimes you can feel underneath the jaw it a little swollen and the gland oil will help reduce those swellings that are in there and help with that pain. And it doesn't take much because like, it comes in the one dram amount. You just put a little bit on your finger and wipe and put it on there. You don't have to like, you know, pour it on. Uh, yeah, you don't want to put a lot on. It's it's strong stuff. Just a little bit. Yeah, it's like the French, the really, really expensive French perfume. Just a dab. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but then with treating the throat, um, there's anti-spaz that you can use. Um, the cough syrup that you can use. Cough syrup's generally a little bit better. Um, if you have like a really nasty cough and you just can't stop coughing um, and it's just getting to the point you can't breathe, you might want to use anti-spaz to get to the point that you can breathe. But then use um, the cough syrup regularly because it's going to help take care of the, the throat and it's not as brisk as anti-spaz is. Um, then the sinus we talked about, ears, nose, and throat. And then the whole time you want to be taking Hayaz infection because Hayaz helps with the ears, nose, and throat. And infection just helps with your immune system. Uh, if this thing does end up down in your lungs, you for sure want to have antispas and the cough syrup on hand, but um, making sure you have ammonia and phlegm up on hand is a good idea as well. Ammonia, you want to start using about three a day. If you When you cough, it feels like daggers in your lungs, like you can really feel it just hurts when you cough, um, then you want to start using pneumonia about three a day, and that'll start to get rid of that sort of thing. Make sure it doesn't go into pneumonia. Uh, but if it's, eh, you feel like when you cough, there's just a lot of mucus in your lungs, and when you breathe, it's really raspy, you want to start using about two or three phlegm up a day to help to release that mucus to get it up and out of out of your lungs. Um Hopefully, with my rambling, you've caught some <laughs> some good things that you can do for this. Uh, but stay on top of it. Do some things so you don't get it. If you don't have it, take your infection. If you do have it, take a lot of hayas, infection. If it's in your lungs, start taking ammonia and phlegm up and use the cough syrup. Um, cough syrup sometimes alone makes a big difference for the lungs. I would start with cough syrup if it's down in your lungs. And if that doesn't take care of it, then you start using the ammonia and the phlegm up to to build that up a little bit more. But if you... You should always have on hand during this season, you should have in your pantry, you should have hay ass, you should have fection, you should have vitamin D, you should have vitamin C, you should have phlegm up and ammonia. And did I say the cough syrup? Nope. You should have the cough syrup on hand too. And anti-spaz. <laughs> All of those things you should have on hand because no matter what you get, upper respiratory or in your lungs, you'll have everything you need there to take care of it. Oh. I think we even had a kit like that one time, but they never really sold. You just need to keep it on hand. <laughs> yep. so. Sometime we need to do a podcast of what you generally need to just have on hand. Just the essentials. The essentials, yeah. yeah. That would be cool. So look for that. We're going to do a podcast on the essential herbs you should keep around your house, and we're probably going to do a podcast on individual herbs. Uh, we call it our 20-herb kit um, that you can keep around your house. I'm sure Dad's done some on that. 
but I really love the 20 herb kit. Actually, Fedra is one of those that we recommend in the 20 herb kit. Um, but when I have those 20 herbs around, I'll start taking hayas and stuff, but I like to make teas too. So I'll make teas with um, yarrow, and if my wife has menstrual cramps, I make some um, teas with uh, stuff that are in there. There's a tea in there, and you can make combinations to take care of just about everything. And even though I have easy access to all the herbs, I always have the 20 herb kit because I just like making teas too, and sometimes I just help it happen quicker, help get over it quicker along with the herbs. So look for those podcasts. We'll be doing them in the near future. Thank you, Scott, for taking time with us. And thank you for listening. And if you have any questions at all, just pass them on to us so we can um, talk to you about them on our podcast. And we'll talk to you next time.